0: Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining me for the Women's Hair Loss Project podcast. It has definitely been a while since I have made a podcast and it is Thanksgiving Day. So an interesting choice of day to record a podcast. But I had the time this morning and I just got out of bed and came to the mic, wanted to make a podcast to update you guys on what was going on in my life with like the current state of where I am and my hair loss. Existence, I should say. I know a lot of people have been curious about how my last treatment with PRP and exosomes went because I had it done for the first time locally in Beverly Hills. I've been doing PRP since 2009. I've been flying from LA to Florida to see Dr. Joseph Greco in Sarasota, Florida since that time. Well, he was in Clearwater before, but you get the point. So that also speaks to how much I do believe in the treatment. With that said, it is not a treatment for everybody. I don't think everybody gets results. I think some people have told me they get good results. Some people have told me it does nothing for them. And some people have told me that it they get results, but not enough to continue. So I can completely you know, understand that. And the other thing is, I also don't think that every doctor knows what they're doing. So since it is a bit of a cash cow for lack of a better term of a treatment, um, I think that some people add it to their practice and they don't really know what they're doing. So they're just taking people's money. That's my theory on that. Anyways, going back to my story, I decided because of, and I don't like to change anything. If I start doing something, I really hate change. So I I just kept flying every four to five months to Florida. But because of the pandemic, I could not fly. And so I decided to try somebody new in May. And I was able to see Dr. Bobak in Beverly Hills. And I had a great experience with him there. The treatment was a bit different in like The process or how it was done, I guess, I don't know the exact way to explain it, but it's not like I have a mirror in front of me, but just the experience of what is being done felt a little bit differently. But, I mean, every doctor is going to do it differently or have their own style, whatever. Not one isn't better than the other. So, post-treatment, I experienced two, if I recall correctly, I know one, but I really feel it was kind of two. Shedding, shedding experiences. And I actually kind of went against what I normally would want to do, which is I did PRP and exosomes at the same time. My experience really is largely with PRP, not exosomes. and um, But I was willing to do both because my hair was in a bad state and I was wanting to see, you know, whatever I could do to kind of Bring it back to a little bit of life, so I was willing to go ahead and do that. But when you do that, you really don't know what works. Did the PRP work? Did the exosomes work? Exosomes are supposed to last longer than PRP, in my understanding. And since when I get to the punchline of the story, I'm you know already massively shedding at six months. I don't know that that is the case, or I don't know if exosomes didn't work for me. That's the problem. So, anyways, I did experience a couple shedding times, but. After about a few months, I can definitely say that the treatment was quite effective to what would make me happy for results that were satisfying for me. Now, don't think that this is going to grow all your hair back. Don't think that, you know, it's just, you know, you're going to be back to the way you were before. It's not that. I mean, you also have to realize like, During this time, I already had like my head shaved in the back since like 2012, but I wore it basically shaved at the kind of the mid back to the nape, shaved down, and then it was just short. It was like a short surfery kind of hairstyle, but... I shaved the sides because it was also cutting so thin in those areas that it was bothering me just feeling like the flightiness of it. And that's the whole reason why I've been chopping my hair off the whole time anyways, is because the less you have, the more it looks fuller. And when I say the less you have, I mean, the shorter you cut it. So the shorter the hair is, the fuller it tends to look. There is an exception on this, by the way, which I found out with shaving. If you shave super short, it makes it look fuller. If you have this in-between kind of shaved length, it actually makes it look thinner. There's actually this kind of sweet spot in also shaving where it will look better or look worse as well, which I have recently found out. Anyways, keeping it short, also the less shedding you see. But in addition to that, you're not having to be reminded of like what is so low in density. So I figured I'd rather make a choice to shave the sides of my head and not feel anything there than to feel like spider webs there. So I shave the sides of my head except for the little part around the ears to blend with my wigs. And that was that. So about, maybe it was like two months ago. So if we're working on time frames here, let's see, that would be four months after my treatment. But I'd say that I started really seeing benefit like three months after. I was pleased. I mean, I was like in a good state. My hair was not falling out all over the place. It was, I'm not gonna say it was thick. It's not thick, but it was like, I felt good enough. There was like filled in areas at my hairline, filled in areas at my temples, Um, all of that. It was... Great. I mean, I felt like kind of more of the years prior when PRP was kind of working for me more. And that was a wonderful feeling. I don't really know if it was PRP. I don't really know if it was exosomes. That's the issue. So, the problem with this story is that about a month ago, I think it's about a month ago, could have been a little bit before a month ago, but that would have been around the five month mark, I started shedding. And I mean, shedding, 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 shedding. My hair is shedding so much, it is crazy. I don't even know I don't even have any words for it I mean it is all over the place and when you consider the fact that right now the sides of my head are shaved the back of my head is shaved the front is very short the I'm sorry the, the top is very short so like if you stood it up tall maybe it would be like I don't know four inches or whatever so it's like the last of the Mohicans type of thing going on here so it's not like I have a ton of hair that should be visible to be falling out but at this so at this point if I'm seeing it in my fingers and I'm seeing it in my toes and I reach down to pick up a piece of paper and the I come up with a piece of paper and five hairs, it is all over my house. Then you know that this shed is massive. If I had hair on the sides of my head and the back and it was longer, it would be insane what would be coming out. Like visibly, I should say. Um the rest of it is just falling out without me knowing, which is what I like. But that means I am going through a severe shed and I'm also seeing it occur. I'm also seeing it. I can see my hair get thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. And it is just it's frustrating to be honest with you because it's like all of the gains that I got poof, just disappeared as of starting a month ago. Now you may be thinking, why didn't you go back for another treatment? That's a very valid question. You know, I wasn't thinking... In my old school way of timelines, you know, I always thought that I went to Florida every four to five months and I did that excessively. I thought that was excessive, not what is recommended or advised by doctors. I thought that was me being like an obsessive person, having to do it that many times to make sure I caught it before the shed. I thought that that was what I was doing because no doctor and my that I've heard of says you have to do it every four to five months. Um, That was not a thing. So but that's what I did. But based on what is happening here, it kind of seems like that's the case. Like I was... That is really the frequency that I had to do it. Maybe that is why I was able to continue to continue to see benefits over the years because I was going every four to five months. If people are waiting eight months or waiting a year or however long the the person that's selling them the treatment is telling them they need to do, you know, like just do three in the beginning, and then you're fine for a year. Maybe that's why it's failing. I don't know, because I think everybody's body's different. But I can tell you that if I, had, I feel like that if I had caught this at the four month mark, I wouldn't be where I am now, which is kind of messed up like a messed up place emotionally, because I mean, I was at a bad place when I went to get my treatment in May. I mean, massive th- I mean it's like my hair is just decimated like my hairline my t- everything and then getting a recovery from that again not a full recovery but seeing like your hair filling in a little bit at the hairline a little bit at the temples and it's very tangible visible all of that from the way you can just feel the hair on your head even if you have you know parts of it shaved it doesn't matter you're aware of yourself and seeing it too it felt great actually and I kind of lost my thought there but just to have that be taken away, like in a month has been kind of just like a little bit of a blow. If I'm being honest, what the heck? And I know that a lot of times people will ask the ask the following, Um, I'm going on, on, on a tangent here, but they'll be like, well, why do you wear wigs if you do PRP? And they'll ask the reverse. Why do you do PRP if you wear wigs? But the answer is that PRP will never get me to where wigs will visually, what they can do, how I can look or whatever. Um, and wigs won't get me to where PRP will, which is how I feel without my hair. So for me, both of those things in my life have worked great synergistically, um, and I've learned to live with a lot less hair. I've learned to have like be okay with thinning hair and all of that, shaving parts of it off, just making it work for me. But that doesn't mean that I'm immune to the emotional aspects that can pop up, you know, when things occur like this. And I'm sure I talked about it before earlier this year when I went into my treatment. And it's, it can be a little bit mentally exhausting. And you feel like after 21 years of hair loss, well, I shouldn't be, you know, where I shouldn't be in this mental place. But there are No rules to this. And I feel I'm serving the community the best by always being true and authentic to what's going on with me. And since I talk about this treatment and since I've shared my experience and been a proponent of it, whether it's with this, whether it's with wigs or anything, I don't want to color everything to be all great when there is always a flip side to things that can happen or occur. Nothing is ever all great. Wigs are never all great. It's just, that's just not the way it is. So, That's, that's that. So circling back around, I believe, I don't know if this number was, I don't know if these numbers are correct. So I could be wrong, but I believe when I asked the recommended time for exosomes, like it was supposed to last longer than a year. I kind of, I could be making this up, but I feel like the number was 14 months for exosomes to last and then I feel like the PRP maybe was I don't know every 8 months or something like that. And so I feel like I should have been in the pocket of it not having like falling out. So that's why I kind of wasn't really on the ball with it has to be every 4 to 5 months the way I was doing it before because I thought I was being excessive before anyways. Like that's not what you have to do. That was just me being, you know, crazy about what I have to do for my for my hair loss, but it seems like that is more of w- the way my, what my body needs um, in order for the treatment to work. Assuming I don't know. With that said, I if exosomes are supposed to last fourteen months, then it would feel like the exosomes didn't work. But did the exosomes only work? Did they work and only last to five months? Like I have no I don't have the answers to any of this. What I do know is that I got really good results that I was very pleased with. Like if you just roll me back to like about a month and a half ago, like I was sitting good about my bio hair with the size of my head shaved and in a good place. Right now, my hair is all over the place. It's just like, I feel like it wasn't overnight, but it, because it was over the course of a month, but I feel like all my results just le- like, boom, they just fell out and they are continuing to fall out. So, um, and now I'm just like starting back at square one, a little bit not exactly like square one. I still think I'm in better shape than when I went in May, but I'm getting there and getting there fast with my hair falling out. Um, it was all over the place. Took a shower this morning. It's in my hands, it's in my toes and my hair. I don't have a lot of it on my head, the size are shaved, the back is shaved, and it's short. So if that much hair is being seen all over the place, it is a massive, massive shed. So I will be going back for another treatment next week. If I get results, I will continue to another PRP treatment. um, I will be continuing to do it at the former schedule I was doing it before, which was every four to five months. I don't really know what to think about exosomes at this point. I just don't know what to think. Did they work? Did they not work? Was the PRP what didn't work? Did the exosomes work? I was having a decline in the efficacy of PRP over the last two years. Um, period. That's not a that's not a new thing. It was it was something that was happening. Um, so maybe the PRP didn't work, maybe the exosomes worked. I have no idea. It's just a whole completely confusing, confusing concept. So I bought a razor about a month ago to maintain a razor, a buzzer, a shaver, whatever, head shaver, um, to maintain the sides of my head and the back of my head in a buzz format or whatever, because I just like it tight and it didn't make sense to keep going to get a haircut just to keep that portion trim. And I was holding it one day and I was just like I want so badly to be able to just shave the top part, which is like I said, it's like a mohawk top. All I can say is think Last of the Mohicans. I know somebody on there. Like, some cast member on there had the hairstyle that I have. And here's where things got even more tricky. Is that the last haircut I got, which was about a month ago, he cut it shorter on the top than I would have liked. That's not his fault. That was my fault. I really didn't provide a lot of direction with that. It's definitely shorter than I would have wanted. So I, I would like another few inches on it. And the problem with the whole shaving your head thing is if I'm thinking I want three more inches on the top of my head you know, shaving my head pulls me further away from where I think I want the length of my hair to be. Um, Like, you know, if I pulled the bang part down, you know, it'd be like maybe it would pull down towards my lips, like, you know, pull down that far. If I'm wanting that right now, it's like my eyebrows. If I'm wanting that, this is taking me further away from that, that moment. And it would take me another, it would take me six months, eight months, I don't know how long, a year to get to where I am now. So, am I able to do that? Am I able to accept like, okay, well, do that and get further away from where you thought you should be and shave your head? And I don't know. I don't know any the answers to any of this because, you know, when you cut my hair shorter, it was a bit of a... Aha moment as far as okay, yeah, you think you want to shave your head, okay, yeah, you think that's going to be the best thing for you, but then you just realize you need three more inches on your hair. So, how does shaving your head make sense, or how do you think you're going to be emotionally able to deal with that? It just gave me that thought. I do know that if my hair continues to decline at the pace that it is and the route that it's going, I will definitely shave it. That choice will be removed from me. I mean, it is always still a choice, but I will have considered it removed from me because I will not be, you know, with four hairs on my head and letting that be the the look. It's not for me. I don't feel good that way. And I would just take it off. So I am slowly pulling off portions of my hair to make my hair work, my hair loss work in my life. But if it's not going to continue, if it's not going to continue to work, then it will have to be taken off no matter what. That is a very rambly way to give you guys an update about that experience. But and I don't know that it was entirely helpful, because I don't really have any answers about what worked, what didn't work, you know, but I do know that I got result for a fact it I was in severe bad shape when I went to go see Dr. Bobak in May the end of May I feel like what I would consider for me my my like my barometer of what is considered results I feel like for me that was a very I got a very good result really happy with it now I'm not happy now I'm bummed you know because boom it's like okay you got your result and now you don't so it is what it is and I want to actually touch on one one other thing that I think occurs when we deal with hair loss, and it's just the denial aspect of it. And I just dealt with this recently with this last shed, because as I mentioned, I left the hair around my ear not shaved so that I could blend it with my wigs. And In the last couple of months, I know that that portion was thicker. I know that for a fact. I mean, you know yourself. And when it started getting thinner, and I feel like I just, I kind of noticed it a month ago, where all of a sudden it seemed like. There is less there. And I kept touching it and tucking it behind my ears. And I'm like, is it less? I mean, am I going crazy? Did I have more before? You know, ultimately, we know the answer to these questions. We're not wanting to believe. And like, it doesn't matter if you're on year one or 21. We're just, it's just kind of like maybe it's a protective part of our brain. We're not wanting to confront that reality, even though we do know it's reality. I knew instantaneously, even though it wasn't at that point coming out like, in droves all over the place. When I had that first clue about the area around my ears, that portion of hair getting thinner, I knew I was losing hair. I knew it was getting thinner. But instead of acting on it, instead of saying, you know what, gosh, you know, I should maybe consider treatment or anything, whatever, I just kind of let it go. Uh, maybe, maybe it's not really getting thinner. Well, you know, shortly after that, or not long after that, other clues came into play, like it falling out all over the place. And um, it became super apparent. But ultimately, we know ourselves, we know when something is off. And the quicker that we can come to terms with what we what is actually what we are being confronted with, I should say what is happening to us, the more likely we are to be able to be proactive to do something for ourselves to not sit in denial to not let things passively happen to us, whatever that is for you in your life, Um, whether it's treating your hair, Loss, whether it's taking that step to wear hair, whether it's shaving your head, whatever it is, sitting back and passively letting things occur, which basically I did for a short period of time recently, thinking, well, I'm not so sure. I was sure. I wasn't really wanting to believe it. But sitting back, it robs us. Are of the ability to take action, it disempowers us. So I would encourage everybody to the best of their ability to really be honest with themselves, to really see where they are, to see what is going on, to see what they can do to help themselves because sitting idly by in something isn't always the best solution. There are some exceptions to this, I will say. Um, I've talked about it in a previous podcast. I shared with you guys that I started treating my hair very early on um, and my hair loss is due to coming off the birth control pill. I believe I jumped the gun on treating my hair loss because I didn't give my body the ability to potentially resolve its situation on its own. Instead, I just started attacking it with all kinds of chemicals um, to treat it. So that is something I do regret. But again, um, there has to be some kind of a balance that we find with ourselves to be able to deal with the situation. So kind of a little bit convoluted there, but I didn't want to share that thought. And it's possible doing nothing is the action that you wish to take. That is a conscious decision. That is what you feel is right in your life. But you do it with knowing like you're not in denial. That is just the choice you're making. And doing nothing is absolutely a valid choice. We all just have to make the choices that we can live with. That's my best advice that I can say about treating your hair loss or wearing wigs or not treating your hair loss or not wearing wigs or anything. You make the decision that you believe you can live with. And that ultimately, I think will provide us the best possible outcome. So it is Thanksgiving. And I want to wish everybody a very happy and healthy day. And I hope everybody is doing well. You can always find me online on Facebook at Women's Hair Loss Project on YouTube at Women's Hair Loss Project on Instagram at WHLP Network. And of course, on my website at womenshairlossproject.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.